Hi, it's Ali here, aka the Law of Attraction Lover, and today I'm not going to do any cheesy intro. I'm just going to go straight to the point because I believe certain people need to hear this. But before I do, this is literally my first time recording my podcast and uploading it to YouTube as well as Anchor. So if you are listening to this on YouTube, all previous episodes I mentioned are on the usual podcast platforms and the name of the podcast is The Fab Over 40 Show. I have mentioned in previous episodes that I have a hard time of breaking out of the level two and keep reverting back to level two on the four levels of consciousness, despite wanting to be more level three and four. I suggest you listen to this episode if you want to understand a bit more about the four levels and perhaps listen to previous episodes to understand what the hell I'm on about. I see this now thanks to the practice of Ho'oponopono and ancient Hawaiian art of problem solving as the intellect trying to rationalise things and talk me out of things and making me feel guilty. That monkey mind voice nagging us to do this, not do that, do more. You idiot, you say you want this but you fail to take action and now you will fail, blah, blah, blah. I had my light bulb on a plane back from Barcelona. Then I made the decision I'm about to tell you about while cooking tea the following evening based on something that happened whilst on that plane that was niggling away at me. It just popped into my head, level 3 or maybe level 4 in action. As I made the decision simultaneously I was listening to Dr Joe's dispenser on the YouTube channel on, on his YouTube channel on my TV whilst cooking and Dr Joe said we get to a point where we make a decision and the decision is so strong we will always remember where we were and what we were doing. Wow. Yeah, I'm in my kitchen cooking tea, as we call it in the particular part of the UK I'm from. I could have been shocked, but these kinds of synchronicities are more commonplace now. I just see them as validation and communication from the universe. So I need to give you a bit of backstory before I explain what that decision is. And I'm recording this because I truly believe it may help at least one person. But looking at today's society and my own life, as an example, probably more. I decided I wanted to achieve a certain task before I went to Barcelona. However, I picked up a voicemail from my dad whilst taking a break. I know this sounds terrible, but my dad is 90 and I'm in his next of kin. Apart from my son, I don't get much support from the other family members, despite juggling far more than most of them, and my heart sank at the sight of the call. I felt terrible that my heart sank. I had it all planned out that I had some time, me time to carry out this task and I wanted to achieve before travelling, and I knew this was just an unnecessary act by my dad to get my attention because I was travelling. My dad is very level one, and I can't see him changing now. He's been like it all his life, and I had a, he had and had a mother that used the same techniques and I see them in other family members as well and other people and don't get me wrong I was there for a long time too and I still catch myself going there at times he subconsciously becomes very poor me when he's feeling insecure and becomes very attention seeking and uses certain methods to get sympathy as his default mechanism usually some kind of ailment sound familiar Do you know anyone who uses illness to manipulate people into getting their own way? Or some kind of personal disaster to get attention? This is level one. This is victim state. And like I said, I've been there a lot in the past before I found the law of attraction. And now I know that this is a 
default way of acting are complete. I know these default, sorry, these default ways of acting are completely subconscious. So don't blame the person or yourself for being this way. Sure enough, he claimed he needed one solitary item of shopping that I knew fair well he didn't really need. But the loyal daughter I am went out of my way uh, to get it. And I decided before entering his property, I would tell him I can't stay, which I don't normally do. But I had already spent more than the usual amount of time in recent days. And I felt on this occasion it was okay. And warranted to say this, which I did. And he completely ignored me and started regaling me all the stories of things that could have waited and just and added an ailment just as I was leaving. But when I suggested to make a doctor's appointment, he declined. And he is usually no, has no hesitation in contacting the doctor. So I knew it couldn't be something serious. And he's in amazing shape despite his age and made a miraculous recovery from a stroke two years ago where they didn't believe he was going to make it through the night. So I had no doubt it was, which I have no doubt was brought on by stress he was creating for himself. I left there a while later and I admit I was annoyed and frustrated because I knew with the time I had remaining, my window was very limited to achieve this task, if at all. Then my partner comes home earlier than expected, cutting off all opportunities because I like my own space when I'm doing these kind of tasks and asked if I could go and sort some euros while he was attending some business tasks and calls before packing. I decided I would tend to the delayed task immediately on my return from Barcelona. But first I would get my dad's weekly shop out of the way to give me clear run at it. However, when I called him for his list, he was getting all out of shape about his medication not arriving. And I was trying to tell him I had been informed while I was away, there was a national shortage on that item. And I had been advised, or I was going to say we had been advised, but more me, <laughs> would have to arrange an alternative. But I couldn't get through because he was ranting so much. I was not in a good headspace after that and I knew the visit would be stressful when I dropped the groceries off later. My dad has always allowed and relied on other people to do everything for him, i.e. his mother, then my mother and now me. He is capable but he always comes up with excuses to not to take responsibility and manipulate people into doing stuff for him and as a result I've noticed he has very little coping skills and cannot seem to accept that life does not always go smoothly and anything out of the norm he completely melts down and uses anger as a coping mechanism to try to get people to comply with his world view to restore the status quo for him as he sees it and all my efforts to try and tell him that life is never 100% perfect and that's just the way life is falls on deaf ears. He'll also watches all the doom and gleam on the news and despite me telling him multiple times I do not watch the news because I know it's generated to scare people for these um, for these reasons he still continues to discuss and rely on it relay it all to me anyway so after a very long visit of waiting on hold and trying to sort this replacement medication and telling me of another situation he'd got himself all anxious and bent out of shape over and passing the reins to me to sort, I was emotionally fatigued when I got home. But I still aimed to complete my task, only to find out the thing I wanted to apply for had expired. These days it takes a lot to rock my moods to this extent but on this occasion I was seriously annoyed and frustrated to say the least I, I had allowed myself to be taken away from what I needed to do 
I emphasized the word I, I allowed myself. And now my desires were suffering as a result and I was angry and then felt guilty for feeling angry towards my other family members for always being the one whose life is affected. I felt they get to live their lives and put themselves first and him last while I put myself, put him first and me last and I tried to tell myself everything was happening for a reason and maybe I wasn't supposed to apply for that thing after all and this is the universe's way to stop me but it wasn't really working. I was seriously pissed off. And then maybe because I was focusing on another task, cooking the tea, I went back to zero, as they call it in Ho'oponopono, and allowed inspired action. In Ho'oponopono, zero is the place we connect to our true self, unencumbered by outside forces and old negative program. I realised I was frustrated because in the back of my mind I felt I should be recording some podcasts and write some blogs and marketing my products and services and all these curveballs were delaying the process and then I realised my intellect was creating all the coulda, woulda, should haves and who sets the rules anyway? I'm just going to accept what is, is what is and if I do and if I don't or if I do or I don't, no biggie. I'm just going to go with the flow and I'm going to let go and trust. Just let let it go, as Elsa would say. Except everything is perfect just as it is and everything is happening for a specific reason. I think what was part of this was on the plane home from Barcelona and my friend mentioned a podcast she was listening to. She had just been to see the live show of that podcast the week before. I was feeling a bit bored, but not feeling like watching my iPad or listening to a book. And I thought, I wonder if I have any podcasts downloaded listen, down to listen to. I saw one that caught my eye about network marketing. I have a mission to make network marketing sexy and non-spammy and prove that it is an amazing, serious business opportunity if it is treated like a business and a strand of your brand rather than a be-all and end-all. I thought I would give it a go, but I was confused. I listened to an episode and this person was in full-on topic mode and obviously had a bit of previous experience with her podcast and felt comfortable with it and talked about up-and-coming episodes and sounded committed to longevity when something happened. The episode ended and then there was a massive jump, date-wise, to the next episode. What had I done wrong? Had I made a mistake? I searched for the episodes in between, but there were none. Then I started to listen to the next episode and it was all about where and why there was a massive gap. They had obviously intended to continue to record, but then something happened and then they made the decision to stop. They looked at their life at the time of their last episode and around the time of their last episode and they had a lot going on. Something had to give and they chose the podcast. There was no guilt, just an explanation they just stopped recording, but now they felt it was the best time to get back to it. This struck me for some reason, and now I was in the position of wanting to record, and then curveballs keep flying at me, and the podcast flies out the window, and I was feeling like a failure. I promised myself and listeners I wouldn't quit. But inspired by this person's decision to drop off for just over a year, made me decide I will not care anymore. If it gets recorded and then I don't record for another three months, six months, etc., no big deal. 
my content is going to be evergreen. Anyway, meaning unlike social media, content which was once created is out there forever. And um, I'll go back over that again. Sorry. Yeah. So I've made a decision that my content is going to be evergreen. Meaning unlike social media, that content once I've created it is out there forever. And that's always been my intention for my main area of focus. I can use social media to raise awareness, but I want to do things like blogs and podcasts and that. And I recommend other people do that or build an email list. That's my focus is evergreen content. So when it's out there, it's out there. And if there's a gap between six weeks or six months or a year, and then I feel inspired to uh, talk about a topic, that's what I will do. I will let it go and trust that whatever is right for the moment will get done. And what doesn't get done was not meant to be done or will get done at the most perfect time. I have to tell you, after making this decision and giving myself the permission to let myself off, as it were, was totally liberating. So why am I telling you this, dear listener? Because I feel in today's society, life is full of shoulda, woulda, couldas. We should do this, do that, be this, be that. But that is our intellect talking to us. In reality, nobody's keeping track if we do this or do do that. Nobody's keeping track of how many blog posts or podcasts I'm recording or social media posts I'm putting out there. But we may to feel that the only way we can see, succeed is consistent content. But what if that content doesn't come from the heart? I believe if you've listened to other previous episodes in inspired action and ho'oponopono, I love the law of attraction, but it shows me that there's a bigger picture and we should only really work from inspired action. And I can only imagine nobody is really tracking what you are telling yourself you should be doing or not be doing apart from you. And we're all putting ourselves under unnecessary pressure. In Ho'oponopono speak, in reality, everything is perfect. We are perfect. Everything is just data taking us away from zero. I recently heard an Abraham Hicks YouTube video about core beliefs and I wrote them down to review often and recorded a video for the Law of Attraction Lovers Club that states what all those core beliefs are. But I'll share one of them with you now because I feel it's relevant. Abraham said, in truth, we are all perfect beyond description and anything away from this is a flawed premise. So you, me, listen to this now, we're all perfect beyond description. So these feelings that were making me feel guilty or I should have done this task or I felt guilty about wanting to do something for myself instead of being with my dad, it's all a flawed premise. Anything that makes you feel bad takes you away from is the core of who you are and a core belief that you are perfect beyond description. And it's a flawed premise. I have had a little conflict with myself in the law of attraction and Ho'opono recently in certain areas. However, I feel more and more this is a definite significance between the law of attraction and and trust that what zero is and the core beliefs are, as stated by Abraham, is in complete correlation. If you want to know more about those core beliefs, what those core beliefs are and what I believe zero is, I've recently added these topics to the law of attraction lovers club. And you can check it all out plus more by clicking on the link in the show notes or at the bottom of the notes of the video if you're on YouTube. I hope by recording this episode, you may be kinder to yourself and stop setting yourself up for failure with too many shoulda, woulda, couldas and accept everything is perfect and everything is for our highest good. 
and what should be done will get done in the perfect time in the perfect way i'm going to leave it there but this is your first if this is your first time listening to the fabo for 40 show don't forget to check out that link i mentioned about the law of attraction lovers club and while you're there grab my free gift to you to help you start by waking up happy with my five-step framework morning routine and if you love this episode why not subscribe to find out where the next when the next episode drops into your podcast the provider and i would love to connect with you on a social media so i've dropped the links to the socials in the show notes and the youtube notes and for now fabulous listener know that i love you and i want you to be happy doing what you love and loving what you do until the next time have a fabulous day month year